Welcome to the Plan Vision Podcast, where we share simple, straightforward investment and planning ideas for normal people. The description in this podcast is for informational purposes only. Do not construe this as personal tax, financial, or legal advice for your situation. Hey there, this is Mark Sorrell with the Plan Vision Podcast. I'm delighted to have Andrew Hallam back with us today. Andrew's, um, I'll let you, well, he's out in the, he's out in Victoria right now um, and has agreed to spend a few moments here talking about um, um, a topic that um, I have gotten more than a couple questions about from clients. And so um, um, I'll say hello to Andrew and then I will go on the topic. Hey, Andrew, how are you? I'm doing really, really well. Thanks. How about you, Mark? Excellent. And uh, happy 50th birthday. That, yeah, thanks. Thanks very much. It was yesterday. I had an, uh, had an awesome day. It was a strange one to celebrate in uh, sort of uh, pseudo isolation, but yeah. it was a great birthday. I ended up really enjoying it. That's fantastic. Yeah, I just had my birthday on uh, March 23rd, and it will be a memorable one because we were all in lockdown. So. Right. So one of the questions that I'm getting here is, um, and it, it's kind of an interesting question because many of my clients have acknowledged that that now is a good time to invest. And I'm always encouraged to hear people, you know, realize that it's a long-term plan and that when the markets are down, you generally will make more on that. Even though I, I tell my clients to stick with your plan through ups and downs, but I still think that's great that they're acknowledging that. But some of them are asking me about the role of bonds in their portfolio, somewhat questioning the role that bonds will continue to play. And, and, and certainly some of them have concerns about government debt and ultra low interest rates and defaults. Are those concerns, things like that? I'm curious what your view is on the role that bonds could play in an investor's long-term mix. And maybe this is just an, an opportunity for you to kind of restate that for some of the folks that have heard that from, more, uh, from you in the past. Yeah, it's, it's one, of the, one of the worst things investors can do is overthink. And that's what, and, and a lot of really smart people do that. And I find often really smart people make the worst investors because they're overthinking. They're looking at what could happen and they're listening to the news and they're trying to figure out what might happen with bond rates and interest rates with stock markets and such. Mm-hmm. The best thing to do is not to think at all. I know that sounds so counterintuitive, but investing might be the only thing whereby this rule holds true. Hold that diversified portfolio of stock and bond market index funds maintain that constant portfolio allocation. When stocks drop by 60%, and they do, this happens, stocks will drop by 50% in a a given decline, like we saw of 2000 to the low point 2002. Mm -hmm. We saw that again from the height in 2007 down to the low point in 2009, I believe it would have been March. Bonds don't drop 60% from first world government countries. They just don't. So, I say forget, because this is a question people give me all the time. They'll say, well, what about the the really paltry interest rate on bonds too? I say, look, your bonds, you don't purchase those to make money. You purchase those to add an element of stability to the portfolio. And when you're rebalancing that portfolio, you're in essence being greedy when others are fearful and fearful when others are greedy. Because through the rebalancing process, you're selling the winner to buy the loser. And there will be different time periods where each is the winner and each is the loser. The simplest part is not to think about this, not to try and predict which will be the winner and start to speculate. And that's where investors trip themselves up. Just maintain that simple target allocation between the stocks and bonds you set out with at the beginning, maintain that, stay the course, and just keep adding money. And it 
really is that simple, but it's so behaviorally hard, especially for really intellectual people to wrap their heads around. Yes, and some of the questions I'm getting for, are from those intellectual people. Right. <laughs> and they are influenced by, I don't know if it's TV shows or blogs or podcasts, where the commentary speaks to the issues of the day and they begin to question the role of these types of instruments. And I understand it can be hard for folks to, to battle that. Have you ever met anybody that um, was like a news anchor for a business television network? Like, you know, oh, so what's oh, really, they get so, I've met a number of them. And, and Mark, what's really weird about it is that they don't typically invest money at all. They are so, they are so much deer in headlights. They sound really good. So they're hosting <laughs> experts. They're, they're hosting these experts that come on. First of all, they're, they're there and they'll report on the price of Bitcoin, the level of gold, where, where yeah. oil is, where the, the US dollar is relative to the Euro. They'll then interview someone who's projecting which market they think will do best. And, and what ends up happening with these people is that they, they end up paralyzed by the whole analysis, paralysis by analysis. They often don't invest a penny and they sound like they're really smart, but they don't invest any money. And I've met a number of people because I've been hosted on several sure. business television shows, radio shows. And when the recording all stops, I'm like, okay, guys, what are you doing? And they'll be like, uh, well, you know, to be honest with you, that's how it starts. Well, to be honest with you, I'm like, okay, wait a second. We first talked eight years ago. And I talked to you guys about how to give yourself the best odds of success as investors. Look at how much you've given up by sitting on the sidelines. So I am fully convinced that the more news people are bombarded by, the worse they're going to pre yeah. perform as investors. Yeah. Well, that's great stuff. And um, <clears throat> I know it's hard, but uh, for my clients listening, do what, answer, do what Andrew's telling you and just ignore the issues of the day, the commentary of the day, and stick with your plan. Thanks, Andrew. I really appreciate your time. Thank you, Mark. Thank you for listening to the Plan Vision Podcast. Let us know if you have any questions or comments on the topics covered.